Welcome to The Big Cheese Show, your destination for fantasy sports domination. Now, here's your host, Chris The Big Chee Cheon. Welcome, everybody, to The Big Cheese Show, AWTOP Fantasy Sports Experience. I am your host, Chris Cheon, a.k.a. The Big Chee. Thank you so much for joining this bonus edition of The Big Cheese Show this week as... We are giving you the most content possible here on WTOP as you are getting set for your fantasy football semifinals and championship. If you're in a weekly league or DFS, you're going to keep it rolling. Show brought to you by Driscoll, D. Simone, LLC, business development, tax services, consulting. The bros do it all. DriscollDSimone.com. Shoot me a tweet at the Big Cheese Show for more information if you want to diversify your portfolio and grow your business. Let's look at the quarterback position for week 15. I think number one in my rankings, it's an easy one. It's pretty much the number one across the board in the industry, the Sean Watson against the Titans. After that, it's been a bit of a mixed bags from what I've been seeing as far as other people's rankings are concerned. I still got Patrick Mahomes as my number two. At home against Denver, the Chiefs are. Now, I know there's a bit of a hand injury concern with Mahomes, but he's been practicing in full this week, so I'll take that. He's Patrick Mahomes. He's in a high-powered offense. And the Broncos' defense is banged up. Yes, they're getting Von Miller back, but as of Friday, 18 total players, including Miller, he's going to play, but he's still in the injury report, on the injury list for Denver. Now, the last time Mahomes saw Denver, he got hurt on that Thursday night game, if you remember, but the Chiefs smoked the Broncos 30-6 to regardless, even with Matt Moore in there. I couldn't believe that. But uh, before the injury to Mahomes, he was rolling 10 of 11, 76 yards passing, 76 yards passing, 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 and a touchdown. I drank some pre-workout today during the workday. So if I'm talking a little fast, it's because I'm jacked up. I'm fired up for fantasy. I mean, it's almost over. Listen, in Mahomes' career against Denver, he's completed over two-thirds of his passes. He went over 300 yards passing in both games against Denver last year. Both wins for the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are choosing pass plays this year, the sixth most in the NFL at nearly a 63% clip. Number three in my quarterback rankings, Russell Wilson. Against a Carolina team that has seemingly given up this year. Russ is fifth in the NFL in rushing yards for quarterbacks. I mean, he'd be in the MVP race if Lamar Jackson wasn't a thing. Just only continuing to bolster his resume and be basically Joe Burrow-esque, but for the NFL in terms of just expected to win in landslide voting at this point. Um, I mean, unless he tremendously falls off the past couple of weeks. I just don't see that. But I expect a bounce back from Russ after losing to the Rams last Sunday night. Jameis Winston, number four for me on the road against Detroit. Jameis has the second most passing yards in the NFL. Only Dak Prescott has more. He's second in touchdown passes, tied with Russell Wilson, 26 on the year. Now, we know about the interceptions, 23. It's the most. But with that passing volume, only Tom Brady has more passes attempted Combined with the matchup for Jameis, Lions surrendering the third most passing yards in the NFL, sixth most passing touchdowns. It's just a good spot for Jameis, and he's good for my number four quarterback this week. I want to mention, too, best part. How how did I leave this out? The Lions have just five interceptions when Jameis has 23. So if you're ever going to get an opponent 
That's going to be a little soft towards your turnover tendencies. It's Detroit. Cowboys also have five. That's the least amount in the league. Oh, oh yeah. Tampa Bay does choose passing plays the eighth most in the NFL. So just everything going for Jameis here, except those turnovers. At quarterback five, I've got Drew Brees home against the Colts on Monday night. Brees looked fantastic last game against the 49ers, now returning home against the Colts. Listen, this year without Mark Ingram, combined with the fact that he had that wrist injury, which kind of allowed his body to heal, and now he's looking pretty fresh, right? Saints are passing the ball more. In fact, in their last three games, only six teams have chosen pass plays more than New Orleans. Matchup neutral against the Colts. Rounding out the top six of the quarterback position for me is going to be Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I've got Ryan Tannehill ahead of Kyler Murray against the Cleveland Browns. Who I think Denzel Ward could make Kyler Murray's life a little bit difficult, even though I do like Jarvis Landry. I'll get to that in a second. Dak Prescott against the Rams. I prefer, um, I prefer Tannehill over Prescott. Prefer Tannehill over Jimmy G against Atlanta. Aaron Rodgers at home against Chicago, and I'm going to talk about uh, Green Bay here in just a second here. But, yeah, I'm still liking Tannehill. A lot of it matchup-based. Only five teams allow more points per game to the quarterback position. Only five teams have allowed more passing yards through the air than Houston. Same drill with completions. Sixth most allowed for this Texans defense in terms of completions against them. But what I really love about Tannehill is the fact that he's not throwing interceptions, really. Yeah, he had one last week against the Raiders. But in the prior three wins for the Titans, mind you, the Titans have won four in a row. But against the Chiefs, Jags, and Colts, not exactly murderer's row in terms of secondaries, but no picks for Tannehill. And in that four-game winning streak, he's got nine touchdown passes compared to uh, just one pick and two rushing touchdowns. Passing yards upside isn't exactly there. That's why I can't put him quite top five. Since becoming a starter, he's basically flip-flopped like sub-200-yard passing games. Then he'll come back with nearly a 300-yard game. Actually, last week, his season high, 391 yards passing. Also, Tannehill, 73.4% completion percentage. He's running. He's completing passes. I mean, that completion percentage is among the league's best. So, really, I mean, I I saw somewhere you can make the argument for Tannehill being in the MVP discussion. If you take the literal definition of most valuable player, I still don't think he's the most valuable player of the Titans, but he has made them better than they were with Mariota, where they just kind of were stale. All right, running back position. A guy that I find myself all in on, and I don't know if this is great or not, but Aaron Jones I've got ranked just outside of my top 10 behind Nick Chubb. By the way, I've got Chubb at 10, Kareem Hunt at 16, both seeing volume in that Browns offense. And I mentioned... Uh, Jarvis Landry, I like him definitely against this Cardinals secondary. I think the Browns could be putting up some points this week. I think Baker may have, you know, he's an emotional guy. I think revenge factor could be there for him against Cliff Kingsbury. He didn't exactly give him a warm endorsement. Didn't say they they were exactly friends. They're cool. I think he said something to that effect this week. Um, But a lot of times you look at a team like, the Bears, and you worry about some of your offensive players going against them. Well, as far as the Bears' run defense, they are giving up rushing touchdowns this year. 12 on the year. Only Green Bay, Jacksonville, and Carolina have surrendered more. And guess what? Aaron Jones has 12 rushing touchdowns. 
Only Davin Cook and Derrick Henry have more. Jones has three receiving touchdowns as well. Jamal Williams has five, but you're not playing Williams unless you're in a weekly winner league or a very deep league where teams aren't eliminated. Um, Jones saw 58% of the snaps last week compared to 42% for Williams, so I don't love that. Jones has never really run away with this gig, though, and he's still producing. Behind Jones, I've got Todd Gurley, who's getting work in the month of December. 80% of the snaps last week against Seattle, and in his last two games, 42 carries combined. Rushing touchdowns in both December games the Rams have placed. He caught four touchdown passes last week. I'm sorry, four passes, not four touchdown passes. Jeez, that would have been crazy. Neutral matchup against the Cowboys. After Gurley, it's Joe Mixon. Take on the Patriots. Patriots may have some tape on Mixon, but Mixon's getting volume. Again, just like with Gurley. And the running back position as a whole in fantasy, it's about the touches and what you do with them. Do I feel great about rolling out Mixon if I own him in the playoffs against New England? Not really. And that 59% snap share last week compared to 40% for Gio Bernard, yeah, a little concerning. So you're not hearing me fully endorse Mixon, who's facing a run defense that's sixth best in DVOA in the NFL. It's about the touches. Same exact number as Gurley in his last two games, 42 combined. Difference between him and Gurley is he's got even more receptions, seven in the last two games, three receiving touchdowns on the year. And Mixon hasn't received less than double-digit carry since week six against the Ravens. Last running back I want to talk about is Austin Eckler. So Eckler has eight receiving touchdowns this year. That's the most for a running back in the NFL, leading by three touchdowns. Jamal Williams of the Packers has five. Second most receptions for a running back so far this year. Only Christian McCaffrey has more. He's got the most receiving yards for running back this year. So Austin Eckler, definitely somebody in a PPR league. You're locking him in. Vikings have surrendered four receiving touchdowns, two running backs this year, so there is opportunity. Problem I have with Lindsey, I like him. He's getting the work. A lot of people seem to be jumping on this Denver bandwagon thinking they're not so bad, and yeah, they're getting Von Miller back. Maybe they're not terrible, but I think this is kind of the spot where the Chiefs roll again. Enter that conversation with New England and Baltimore, even though Kansas City beat New England last week. Still some hesitancies about this Chiefs defense. I think the Chiefs wax him. I know Drew Locke has had a good start to his career, but I think the Chiefs roll this week. Even in the divisional game, yeah. Wide receiver position. Jarvis Landry, he's my wide receiver 10. Brown's in Arizona. In terms of pass defense DVOA, the Cardinals are fourth worst, allowing the fourth most passing yards this season. They've surrendered the third most receptions. Landry has the 11th most receiving yards in the NFL, eighth most targets in the league. Now, if I'm between Landry and Galladay, I'm still going Landry, even though really isn't anyone left at receiver from the Lions from a fantasy standpoint besides Galladay and Amendola. I wouldn't feel good about rolling out Danny Amendola, even though he's a wide receiver too there. And even though it's well documented how bad Tampa's secondary is, most fantasy points per game allowed to the wide receiver position, second most receiving touchdowns allowed, most yards allowed to wide receivers, second most receptions allowed to wide receivers. I mean, you name it, they're bad in the secondary. We know how great their run defense is. So would not feel good about playing a guy like Bo Scarborough, but definitely get Galladay up in there. Next up, number 12 on my wide receiver rankings in PPR, Allen Robinson against the Green Bay Packers. 
He's been killing it this year. And if you're like me, you haven't started him in every matchup because you do worry about the Trubisky factor. But he's had an up-and-down season, and he's looked good lately. And Robinson, ninth most targets amongst receivers in the league. Eighth most receptions. Neutral matchup, but at this point, you're tired of seeing these, these points on the bench. And, you know, if Devontae Parker ends up playing, what capacity will it be in? Will he get all the same looks against the Giants? I'm just not sure. I'd rather go Allen Robinson. Last week it would have been DVP. This week it's Allen Robinson. And I'd play Allen Robinson over Keenan Allen. Targets not exactly jumping off the page for the Chargers. Just 12 targets combined in the last two games. Six in each game. He hasn't eclipsed 100 yards receiving in a game since week three. So I just don't think... The upside is there enough for Allen to play him over the guys I mentioned there. All right, it's Friday. I want to get this pot out quickly. So quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers we're touching on today on the Big Chi Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've got questions about your tight ends or your defense, please tweet me. Please DM me at the Big Chi Show. Subscribe on iTunes. I will answer your questions on that. Any analysis you need. But again, I want to get this out here quickly. Music in this episode is Rev by Eveningland. Thank you so much for taking some time on your Friday, Saturday, or Sunday morning. Big Chi out. Let's dominate in week 15.